Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to Voice Logs. Welcome back to the logs. Hope you're having fun. Hope you're having an awesome day. Hope you are living life to the fullest. Welcome back. Uh, so, on today's episode of the logs, of Voice Logs, episode 8, it's a nice, nice Monday it should be for y'all. Hope you're listening on your morning commute. Well, it should come out around 9, so maybe I missed your morning commute. Sorry about that. Whenever you are listening, I hope that you enjoy the episode. On today's episode, we are, well, we are sitting at the desk, and we are opened up to a website called Conversation Starters World. I don't remember where I, I, I or when I bookmarked this site, but we're just going through the bookmarks, and we saw this 202 philosophical questions, and I clicked on it. And it brought me to Conversation Starters World at their, their, their tab on philosophical questions. So we have this very nice picture of Socrates just thinking. And it's, it's a statue with the philosophical questions little thing written. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun to go through some of these questions and just, you know, just raise some questions, talk about them, have some fun, have some laughs. Why not? Uh, so, here we go. It says that here's a list of great philosophical questions. Again, this is conversationstartersworld.com. These are not my questions. This is from conversationstartersworld.com. Uh, so, if you'd like to see any of these questions, and they have a lot of other stuff. So, they have conversation starters. They have conversation games. They have a thing on dating, thought-provoking trivia questions. More great questions. They have a whole tab. They're, they're just killing it with the questions. But we're, all, we're highlighted over the philosophical questions stuff now. So let's see the kinds of questions we can raise. Okay, so let's see. I'm sure you'll find a few philosophical questions that will speak to your interest. Okay. Philosophical questions about human nature and the human condition. So, okay. Is there meaning to life? If so, what is it? It's a hard question. I'm just kind of like scrolling. I'm not going to read all 202, but I'm just I'm just going to go through some of them. Meaning to life. If so, what is it? <sighs> meaning to life is hard, right? I think it's also very subjective, right? Meaning to life is for somebody's life is is different. Um, I mean, the meaning for someone's life is different for someone versus another someone. So the reason for that life is different. Um, I guess that's that's the reason for that, right? There's a subjective question. And it's up to the individual to decide what meaning their life has. If there's meaning to life in general, like just the idea of life, you know, just living organisms, uh, I don't know. Maybe there is no meaning to it. Because it's always changing. So it's just kind of there. It's just kind of a thing that happens. Oh, sorry about that. I'm sorry if you hear any background noises. That was just me adjusting my mic stand. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know if there's any meaning to just life in general. To uh, an individual person's life, yeah. I'd say there's a hell, heck ton of meaning. Um, 
and it's up to you to to figure out what that meaning is. And you know, of course, it's not up to you. Like, oh, you have to figure out what what's your life about and and why you're worth it. No, um, it it's it's up to you to just acknowledge that you are worth it. But it's also up to other people to acknowledge that you are also worth it, uh, and you are uh, very important, and you are cared about, and all the good stuff in life. Um, and now here they have a follow-up question. Is the meaning of life the same for animals and humans? I'd say the same thing. So if, if life is life, life is the same thing for animals and for humans. It's all random. And if we take it to a more philosophical level too, instead of the, just the base biological, just randomness idea, um, then yes, it is also very meaningful Animals and humans are all trying to live their lives, trying to grow, trying to do all the stuff. So the meaning of that life is the same for animals and for humans. Everybody's just trying to make it, and that's the main idea of the world. Just trying to make it, trying to work hard, do your best, leave your footprint, leave your mark. Oh, okay. Here's an interesting one. So it says... If someone you loved was killed in front of you, oh dear, but someone created a copy, a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person and would you love them just as much? Wow. That's... See, that's an interesting thing because it's saying there, so that loved one was killed in front of you, but then somebody created a copy that was perfect right down to the atomic level. Okay, does that mean that they're just perfect, like physically perfect? They are that, you know, physical embodiment of that person? Or does it also mean that, like, they have all the memories and the, the stuff that comes with that person? Uh, because then that's different. You could have two answers to this question. If, uh, see, the issue would be like if it's just like the physical embodiment of that person, I would definitely say that they're not the same person. And definitely, I mean, even though they physically look the same, I don't think that you could love them as much because you don't have all the the emotion and the memories behind that person. At least they don't, so they couldn't translate that love as much, right? I don't know. It's a weird sort of idea. But say that they do have, right? If we just kind of like look at the question just on, on another way, that they, they do have all the memories and all the things associated with that person. It would be weird because, like, would you tell them? Would you tell them that, yeah, you're a copy of somebody else? Like, would you to inform them of that? Or would you just kind of live life with the lie? I mean, you know in the back of your mind, okay, this is not the same person that this is. I mean, it looks like the same person. Like, every detail... I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. You you would have to have like a weird... 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you if you can call them the same person. And I don't know if you can translate that love just as much. That's a, that's a weird question. What do you guys think? If someone you love was killed in front of you, but then somebody created a copy that's perfect, would they be the same person? Would you love them just as much? Very crazy question. Uh, let's look through. What does it mean to have a good life, to live a good life? A uh, good life, I think, is determined by how, for one, how you treat others. To live the good life, I think you have to have good people around you. And good people are attracted to goodness. So being good and, and living kindly and caring about others, I think that's the basis for what it means to live a good life. Uh, why do we dream? Uh, dreams are really just the the. The brain, a lot, there's a, a lot of philosophical debate, philosophical, psychological debate in, in the, psycho, the psychology world, the psych world, as to why we dream and what the dreams actually mean. Are they actually, like, are they memories or are they, uh, I mean, if you go really philosophical away from the psychology world, are they some sort of message? Um, what is thought just generally? Why do we dream? It's... It really doesn't mean anything generally uh, in terms of science, in terms of psychology. It's mainly the brain just kind of resetting itself. Uh, so at night when we sleep, the body is kind of is repairing all the damage that's been done to throughout the day. Just just normal damage based on things that you do throughout the day, like walking and, and moving and things like that. And the brain in that in that instance is just kind of also shutting down and just repairing itself. And it for, for that reason, we dream just kind of random memories and things like that. that it's storing. It's offloading. Um, so that's the reason why we dream. Uh, philosophical reason why we dream? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's another thing. You know, you kind of... You kind of live in that scientific world too, so I have the psychological or the, the psychological, yeah, the psychological definition for why we dream. I, I don't know if I can tell you a philosophical one. Um, is it possible to live a normal life and never tell a lie? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, to live a normal life and never tell a lie. I think if you've seen my episode, oh god, this is gonna look bad. The episode where I talk about the faces, it is, ooh, episode, is it episode six? Episode six? It's at the early log, season one of the logs. Um, just go listen to everything, uh, and you'll find it there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it there you have a, um, a, a stage, and the stage is that world, your environment around you, and you adapt. So like like we've talked about the Japanese three faces. You have your personal face that you only show yourself. You have the the uh, family face that you show your family and very close friends. And then you have the public face that you really you show to to everyone. Uh so um so I don't think it's possible to never tell a lie because you're always kind of adapting. You're never your truest self, which is the one that you have with the, the, the self that you tell yourself or that you live with yourself with yourself right 
Does that make any sense? Uh, it didn't make any sense to me, so I hope it made sense to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you, you have the most personal, personal self, which is the primary face. And uh, from there, you're kind of taking away and you're hiding things before getting to that third self or the public self. Uh, and by hiding things, you are kind of telling a lie, or at least you're acting, and acting is the grandest lie. Oh, I think that's the episode, Living the Grandest Lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Living the Grandest Lie. Um, and so, so yeah, uh, I don't think you could live a normal life and never tell a lie. I don't think that's that's possible. It would be great, I think, but... Sometimes a little white lie, it just, it needs to, needs to be said, you know, as long as it doesn't harm anyone, and as long as you're, you know, you're not, you're not regretting it, I don't think it's a bad thing, as if it's going to save somebody's mood or whatever, it's, it's just a little lie. And by telling a little lie, you know, you're not living a life without a lie. Um, let's go. Let's see what's next. What should be the goal of humanity? Uh, I think the goal of humanity at this point is to save humanity uh, and deal with this crisis of global warming. So I think that's the number one goal of humanity. Number two would be the student debt crisis. And we'll leave it at that. Um if you could be immortal on the condition that you would never be able to die or kill yourself, would you choose immortality? Um, I don't think so. And not for the reason of of not being able to kill yourself or die. Uh, just for the reason of even being immortal. Um, I think that the, the the great thing about life is that it is a little snippet it is a little story um and if the story goes on too long i don't know if it's really worth the read um let's see what's next if a child somehow survived and grew up in the wilderness without any human contact how human would they be without the influence of society and culture I think in terms of there's two different types of human that they're talking about because they have human in air quotes. How human would they be? In air quotes, they have it on real quotations. <laughs> I'm saying air quotes and I see actual quotations in, in the on the website. Um, human, uh, I think in terms of just a human, they would definitely be a homo sapien, so they would be human. But how human, air quote, or, yeah, quotes, would they be? Uh, they wouldn't be very human without the uh, the society and culture influencing them, because that's the a huge part about what makes us human. It is the people and the the communities that shape us. Um, let's see. How would humanity change if all humans' life expectancy was significantly increased, let's say, to around 500 years? Um, 
Let's see. I don't know if much would change. I think this is one of those questions where if you dig more into it, maybe a lot of things will. Um, it doesn't seem like a lot of things would change. There wouldn't be really many more humans because if if you're saying 500 years, you're just multiplying it by X amount, that means you're also multiplying the age of capability for reproduction by that much. So I think the if you're multi if everything else being equal, if you're just multiplying, I don't think there will be more humans. Um I don't know if it would change a lot. Significantly increase. Let's see. What what do you guys think? How would humanity change if all human life expectancy was significant significantly increased? It says here, let's say to around five hundred years. I mean, we could all learn more, I guess. Maybe it takes that much time to learn your self-worth. Uh, so, I don't know. I have no idea. I just saw that question before. Where does your self-worth come from? I think it does come from yourself mainly, but it also comes from other people, like we said before. Um, good people that care about the self. Yourself. Uh, where do you... In your life? That's a question for you. Where do you find meaning in your life? I think for me, it's probably in um, like the work that I do. So school now. Uh, just finding meaning in what you study and just finding fun in that. I think that's a big thing. Find meaning in your life. The fun with the people around you. Um, and the people around you. That's probably a big one too. Find meaning in the people around you and the, the, the good around you. The good people. I feel like this, these have been like Yoda answer questions. I just say like the the, the end thing and then kind of, re, you know, do the Yoda idea. Uh, let's see. What do you think would be humanity's reaction to the discovery of extraterrestrial life? I don't know. I think we'd be scared a bit because I think in terms of just general reaction, the human reaction to things, it's fear. And from fear, it comes, it just leads to hate. So, I mean, if they were not hostile extraterrestrials, I think would be okay. And that hate would not be very good. It wouldn't be backed up by anything but I don't know it's another thing that you just don't know um, I hope that it would be a good reaction on both parties <laughs> if, it, if it were uh, an actual thing that would happen uh, let's see let's do a couple more let's see hmm would things be um, <laughs> here's a good question. How likely do you think it will be that humans will last another another thousand years without killing ourselves off? I don't know. At this rate, with the infighting uh, about global warming, um, no less. It, I don't know. 
I don't know. That's that's that should be a question where you don't have to even answer. You just say yes. It would not be very likely that we'll kill ourselves off, but I don't know. That's an I that's an IDK for me. What about from you? Um that's a sad IDK. Without killing ourselves off. What other species has the capability to do that? Normally it's just nature that does it. Let's see. Let's do a couple more couple more questions um does the study of philosophy ever lead to answers or simply more questions i think the the study of anything will lead to more questions because you just simply know more and more you have you know more things to question i think that's true across the board it's true definitely in philosophy too the more you know the more you have to question so just Simple mathematics there, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's do... I want to find one really good one. One really good one to... Let's see. Like, there's some... What do you contribute back to society? What do you... A question. By what standards do you judge yourself? What are you capable of achieving? Um, the free person to find green. Does absolute? I should have scanned these questions before I started recording because now I there's just gonna be a long pause about just uh, pause about pause just waiting for me to find a question okay oh let's see this one no quote quote unquote know thyself is an ancient concept going back much much further than socrates and is at the root of much of philosophy with that in mind what are the most important things to learn about oneself or is all self-knowledge equal that's an interesting question because let's see all self-knowledge this is a tricky question what are the most important things to learn about oneself or is all self-knowledge equal is everything that you know about yourself equal or are there just some more important things to know and some less important things to know let's see I think on first hand if I'm just going to respond right away I think that self-worth idea is that most important thing to know about yourself. Is all self-knowing equal? Self-worth. But self-worth, you know, it can be it can be taken down into a variety of things. Like, you know, you're worth or because of that. And maybe by breaking it down, it just becomes like a bunch of equal shreds of the person hmm we talked about an episode back where again i i kind of don't remember is is it about acceptance i think it was this is acceptance where we talk about the mosaic of people and each person is a mosaic and each part of the mosaic each piece of it makes up the person so are all those equal pieces 
or some bigger and some smaller. Maybe because some bigger, some some are bigger, some are smaller. Maybe there are more important things to learn about oneself, or just generally, they're all important. I think just knowing yourself, just basically, is an important concept. It's, it, it is a, an important thing to know. To know who you are. Um, to know just like your body. To know how to treat yourself. And when there's something wrong and when, there's some, when things are good. To know what makes you happy. To know what makes you sad. And all of the above. So yeah, I don't know. I think just at base level, all self-knowledge, anything that you know about yourself is important. So I would say, yeah, maybe maybe we'll just go with equal. I think all self-knowledge that you can have is hyper important. And there's nothing really that you can find out about yourself that won't be important. Even if you find out some, like, the bad things then you can change them, hopefully. So, that's a good thing. It's a good to find bad that you can change. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to keep my definition, or my definition, my answer, my that all, all self-knowledge is equal. And all self-knowledge will be to the benefit of the self, of the person, of you. So, yeah. I guess that's where I'll end this episode of voice logs i hope you enjoyed it it was a cool episode i just kind of just thought of let's do it let's do a conversation starters world episode with a bunch of questions and we'll answer them i hope you enjoy the questions i hope you enjoy the episode if you want to look at more questions go to conversationstartersworld.com this is not in any way an ad if, if conversation starters world wanted it to be an ad go ahead and send me an email the link or the the email is down below um, so yeah, if you like this kind of episode, maybe we'll do more. Of course, leave your thoughts, your opinions. I would say down below, if you're on YouTube, you can leave them down below. If you're not listening on YouTube, if you're listening on all those social, those social media, those podcast media platforms, you can hit the link in the description to go to Twitter, Facebook, you can go to Instagram. And you can like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe, follow, and all those social media platforms. I'm going to get better at this. I'm going to get better. Don't worry. Um, so, and yeah, so, and you can hit us always. You can hit us an email. Throw us an email. Hit us an email. Hit us an email. Hit me with an email, friend. You can shoot us an email anytime at the log, logs podcast at gmail.com. Email, again, is down below. And again, please go check out our podcast everywhere. Subscribe, follow, download the episodes, go to our merch store, and have fun. Have fun. I hope you're enjoying the content. I hope you're enjoying life. I hope you're living life to the fullest. Keep on laughing, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.